0: Success, is it really a secret? I don't think so. Join me as I interview guests from different cultures and backgrounds who have overcome incredible challenges to create the life they live today. Thousand likes, celebrity status, lots of money or big cars, these are things that come and go and do not define true success. So what is it? And most importantly, how do we create it? If you're a child, teen, or adult trying to understand how to achieve this word, then you are not alone and you won't want to miss a single episode of The Secret to Success Isn't So Secret. This is Christy Maggio and the key is right here. It's not a great secret. So don't just listen, learn and take action. what a mastermind is. Anybody have any idea what a mastermind is? So I think a mastermind is like
1: someone who's clever. A person with an outstanding intellect.
0: Someone who has a trained mind. We here today are kind of creating a mastermind. Okay. We have a group of like-minded people who are trying to uh, learn things to get them ahead in life so what we're going to do is we're going to watch the first video and we're going to take a look at what a mastermind is okay
2: get in a mastermind group Surround yourself with winners. Get in a group of people that meets at least once a week that are winners. People that are, are like, they want to expand and blow up. They want to do this potential thing. They want to operate on their, their duty and their obligation. You need to be reaching up. You need to be go, go grab people that know more, have more, creating more, dreaming bigger. Those people can teach you so much. They'll be fuel, motivation, and inspiration for you tomorrow and going forward. Get in a mastermind group.
0: All right, Nina, what is he telling us? That you should make new friends. Why is that important? Let's look at Noor and Roa, okay? Noor and Roa are friends, right? Noor and Roa both have the same goals to create apps and, and do all of the, and you built that. You know, I sound, I sound silly right now, but you, you built something and you, and Noor literally is going out there and I'm sure Roa is too, and trying to get somebody to invest in their idea. They are friends who have a like mindset. Would they get rid of each other? No. What they are going to do is they're going to go out there because Roa and, and Noor are here, okay? So they're going to go out and find somebody else that, already, that is already working in what they want to do, right? And they're going to go here because they are going to look for people and friendships that are going to bring them to a higher level. If they're hanging around every day with the people at the coffee shop that don't really have any goals or dreams, they might be their childhood friends and it's not that you necessarily have to give them up, but hanging out with them on a regular basis is probably not going to be beneficial for their future. Right? You might be beneficial for their future if you can convince them to do, do better themselves, but it might not be beneficial for yours. It is much more important to have a couple of really good friends that you know you can trust and believe in, and that will be by your side, no matter what, then have a thousand friends that you can't depend on, you can't call when you need them or don't understand you. So you're absolutely right. It's not the quantity of friend. It is the quality of friend, right? We are going to go on to the next topic, which is read a book a week. Anybody no. read book, one book every week? No? Well, I
1: used to do that, but I don't do this anymore.
0: Uh-huh. So if you think about it, most of the top achievers, the high influential people, your CEOs of companies, Bill Gates, or people like that, they read a book a week. Why? They have too much time to spend. No. <laughs> Why would somebody want to read a book a week? Nina? Because they want to become more clever and they want to become better at it. That is very true. Now, when you realize that you can never know everything in the world and you want to make sure that you are up on everything that you can learn or possibly learn, then most high-level people Read a book a week. Now I don't read a book a week. I probably should, but I do probably listen to a book a week because I have I use Audible, so I listen to a book a week. And so maybe it's kind of sort of the same thing, but uh, but yeah. So it allows me to read a book when I'm doing other things. Okay. Now we are going to go to the idea of doing something com- uncomfortable okay what is something why would we need to do something that's uncomfortable maria because apart from the to be successful apart from the things that we enjoy doing we have we need to also do things that we don't enjoy doing so for example i'll give you an example do you guys know who evan carmichael is he's a he's a big youtube guy like he's got like millions of followers on youtube and so, but he's an introvert. He does not, and, but he managed to get millions of followers on YouTube through his videos. And, and why did he do it? He stepped out of his comfort zone. He just said, okay, I'm going to do this. I want to, this is you know, my mission. And he managed to, to do that by saying, all right, even though I'm not comfortable doing it, I'm gonna start with one and then I'll start with another one and then I'll do another one. So that, and, and then all of that, but did it happen overnight? No, like if you see some of his videos from like 2012, um, it's they're, you know, they're like, they're amateur videos, right? He could have chosen to not do those videos and not be not create the success that he has today right now he trains people now he goes out and trains people to actually stop being introverted but he's still introverted like he's like i have serious panic attacks when i go on stage he says and people that don't necessarily like to be out in not out in public or be in the spotlight usually are, are a little bit are more introverted okay because if you're extroverted you'd be like hello Oh, this is great yay right? <laughs> so see me I'm over here so let's see what uh what uh Grant Cardone has to say about being uncomfortable let's see what kind of advice he gives us this time
2: that's right stay uncomfortable and meet new people do you think anyone is comfortable when they're meeting new people I, I don't think so I don't know why it is, what caused it, how it happened, don't even care. I just know this, I need to meet new people. I need to be the person that mixes it up, that walks up and say, hey, my name's Grant. Look, if you're an event, you're at an event or a party or a convention, everybody's going there for the same reason, right? They're going in to meet people, to hook up, to make connections, to network. Be uncomfortable, stay uncomfortable. That would, also, that, that would actually be staying uncomfortable would be an indication You're doing, you're moving through your discomfort and that's going to motivate you. You're extroverting. You're practicing this muscle of extroversion and getting yourself known. And you're going to be like, you're going to feel better about yourself. That's what the 100 Ways to Stay Motivated is about. It's about your personal sense of self, stay uncomfortable, meet new people, make the context, make yourself known.
0: Okay. So what then is the point of doing something that makes you uncomfortable. Crossing your boundaries as to crossing the fear of being uncomfortable or looking awkward to other people will help you in the future because you're learning how to be more extroverted and make yourself look more
1: approachable, I'd say. Because the more approachable you look, the more connections and friendships you can make that can
0: actually benefit you in the future. There you have it right there. When you're talking about anything, like networking in and of itself, but the idea is to remember that most people that you're gonna come across, and that you're sitting there saying to yourself, oh, should I go up and say something to them? Should I, should I send that email? Should I do whatever it is? Should I, should I friend them? Uh, what if they don't friend me? They're probably doing the exact same thing or have done the exact same thing in, in the past, right? So when you think about it, most of us, because of that small, and it gets smaller as, as you get more used to doing it, I have that small fear in the back of their mind, well what if they reject me or what if they don't like me or what if and that's their problem, right? But you put yourself you put yourself out there in order to do it. And when you get older and as you get older, depending on some things that you want to do, putting yourself out there and doing something that might make you uncomfortable might ultimately get you, the network or the connection that you need to give you the opportunity to do what you want to do, right? So, Nor, I'm gonna bring you into this one. Were you nervous when you first went, went on to there? Um,
1: on this, the, the same room or, or like in clubhouse at the beginning? Any, in the beginning. Yeah actually I I used to be a bit nervous but then after talking several times it just broke you know the the whole thing mm-hmm. you can and even when I was in the room um at the beginning I was like very scared to talk and then it just went through as I as I kept talking you know
0: Yes. so just like
1: the fear of the beginning and then just like when you when you just take this step and then it's, everything goes good
0: and so Noor went on there <laughs> And she got kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you're for
1: eighteen and over. Yeah. Well, at the end, I got suspended. Never knew what I did.
0: <laughs> but, but she did it right, and she got through a bunch of times before she got before she got the boot, and which was really cool for her to have for her to have done that. And so, we. In, with that being said, though. Without her going on there and presenting this,
1: okay, it's a system that helps uh, the visually impaired and blind people to safely cross streets. Uh, because um, they, like being like disabled is really hard to 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 safely and freely cross the streets and like travel in general. So we decided to uh, do a, like a system that can help them. Um, Cross the streets uh, from the uh, the points where uh, there is a traffic light or a pedestrian light uh, radio frequency uh, and a smart tag or a smart pra- bracelet. Um, like by only passing by the traffic light, the traffic light would be able to recognize that there is a, a visually impaired or blind person who wants to cross the street. Uh, like by using radio frequency
0: and then it emits
1: a sound uh, to help them recognize the traffic different faces.
0: So imagine going into this group of all of these like tech people and high CEOs of companies and Nora's there talking to them. And then all of a sudden all these people are like, well, wow, that's a really good idea. Wow, that's a really good, like, wow, I really like that. But again, like if she had let that uncomfortableness stay with her and say, you know, I- I'm not gonna do it. Like I'm-, I'm just too scared or I can't speak up then that would have happened. so sometimes if you're uncomfortable because you're doing something that you love, it's different to be uncomfortable when you're doing something that you really don't want to do. So you have to make sure that you can tell inside of you if you're uncomfortable because your, your body is telling you that it's not a good idea or you're uncomfortable just because it's a fear of speaking up, right? So that's something else. Now we're going go, to go to... Uh, do those things that you are afraid of. Again, I think those things kind of go hand in hand.
1: Actually, um, um what was his name? The one who acted Mr. Bean. He actually used to be afraid to, to speak up or to talk. And that's why he made his whole show without voice because he used to stutter also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he took the step, actually now he acts in movies where he talks. Mm-hmm. So...
0: No, 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 but that's a really good story. Uh, with Mr. Bean, like, I remember the first time I heard him talk in a, in a film or in, in his sitcom, I was like, he, he speaks? Imagine being in one, being, uh, you know, cast in, for him to be cast in one of his movies, he doesn't have to remember any lines, right? No. <laughs> Imagine how difficult it, because he's literally talking with his body language and be yep. able to portray that message that you're trying to get across with just with no with no without any words. The next one we're going to talk about in video we're going to watch is called make continued and regular investments in yourself. Now, making investments in yourself does not mean giving yourself money. It in making investments in yourself means many different things. So,
2: make continu Continued and regular investments in yourself, okay? Make investments in you. It is the only safe, guaranteed payback on any investment is in you. Continued investments, regular investments in what? Not in the stock market, not in real estate, not in gold or silver or the bond market, but in you. Warren Buffett says, one in one million people understand inflation. One in one million understand the concept of inflation, which, by the way, happens to every single person on planet Earth. He says the only way, the only way to fight inflation, the best investment with inflation is in yourself. It's not real estate, gold, silver. It's not stocks. It's in you. So you want to stay motivated? Here's the trick. Here's a trick I've used for my whole life Turned around when I was 25 years old because I started doing this, making continued and regular investments in myself. If you're going to a workshop once a year, that is not regular, okay? That is not regular. Once a year is not regular and it's not continued. You wanna make continued and regular investments in the best thing you've got going for you, which is what? In you. New ideas, new techniques, new technologies, new strategies, motivation.
0: Who wants to tell me what does it mean to invest in yourself I feel like it's constantly doing things that are beneficial for oneself, whether it be, uh,
1: you know, trying to become more wise by reading, just processing new information, or uh, once again, changing your friend group, talking to people that know more about what you're trying to learn, or just generally have a positive effect on you and your mind. I think that's kind of it.
0: Let's put it here. Every one of you right now sitting here is investing. Is investing, right. right. Okay. Knowledge. Yes, knowledge. It depends on what kind of knowledge, but to for your growth purposes, learning purposes, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, for me, I'm trying to, to incorporate AI and AR And VR into it, so augmented reality, virtual reality, and artificial intelligence. I haven't the slightest clue (laughs) how any of that works. None. So what do I do? Let's see. So the last two weeks, I've spent reading about it, looking for companies that know about it, scheduling meetings to find out what they know and how I can incorporate it into my learning platform, that's investing in myself. Because ultimately, when you take that time to put that work into something that you want to you're trying to do and not waiting for someone to tell you, you are investing in you, right? So like Nor being on Clubhouse. Ro, are you on Clubhouse too? Yes. Yeah, I am. For them going there to do that, they're investing in themselves. Why? Whether they participate or not, they're sitting there listening to like CEOs and top achievers and in, in listening to other people pitch their ideas and pitch their products so that they can learn. So ultimately when it's their turn, they're then like, you know, they're taking the feedback and then they're like, all right, I'm going to apply this to myself or I know how he thinks. So now I'm when I do ask for help, I'm going to bring this into it. Or when I ask him for help, I'm going to bring this into it. It's learning about who it is or what it is that you want to bring into, into your life or learn about, right? So if I'm talking to for example, like Naveen Jain, all right, who is um, head of, you know, Biome and, and Moon Express, and I'm not gonna talk to him the same way I talk to you, Grant Cardone, right? There are two completely different personalities in different people, right? So if I'm gonna go and pitch my idea or ask for advice from one person, I'm not gonna necessarily do it in the same way that I'm going to, to another person. So if I'm trying to learn from someone, learning from others is ultimately investing in yourself. Like we just said before, reading a book once a week, that's investing in yourself. You know, journaling, that's taking time to invest in yourself and reflect what Trey, Sean and Jasmine are doing. Karate, activity, that's investing in themselves, right? So for example, like, Anything that you do to better your well-being is investing in, your, in, in, in who you are um, because when you invest in you and people see that you invest in you, other people will want to invest in you as well, right?
2: More successful than you for guidance. Now, this is not the mastermind group I talked about earlier. I'm talking about you actually going to get a mentor, somebody, a mentor that that maybe has had more success. I'm not just talking about a life coach here, because you got to be a little careful. There's a lot of life coaches out there that haven't created any success. I want you to go reach out to someone that is that is a mass serious success, you know, a series of maybe entrepreneurial efforts or and they and they got it they got it going on in every area of their life, not just one area. You don't want just one part of life. You want it all, right? We're reaching for greatness, not goodness here. So what you wanna do is pick a person or maybe two people that you can go to and say, hey, I need help, I need guidance, I need direction. I don't want anything from you except maybe once a month or twice a month if you could just give me a little bit of guidance. And when you ask these people for that, understand their time is precious if they're successful. Their time is precious. They do want to help people. This does inspire them. They're likely to say yes, but please, okay? Don't go there and tell them, talk to them. You know, don't do more talking than you do listening. Ask them for guidance, take it, use it, execute on it, but go surround yourself or get at least one person that is more successful than you that you can get guidance from.
0: Oh, that just so hit home for me and reminded me of a very important thing that you all should know. So how many times, and maybe you haven't yet, because you're still young, but how many times have you gone to someone, asked them for advice, but then started arguing with them for the advice that they gave you.
1: Anyone so many there? times.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Always with my best friend, every time, every time. So imagine imagine this, picture this, okay? Picture asking one of these high, you know, CEO people who have actually, you know, they don't have to talk to you or, or actually say anything to you if they don't want to and starting to argue with them based on the advice that they do not argue but be like not argue but say oh but but this or oh but but this and <laughs> i probably got kicked out of the place <laughs> and, and they're like well if you didn't want to listen to what i had to say then don't ask the question so, when you're talking or asking, your, like if you really don't want the advice, if you're just looking for confirmation of your idea or your thought, then don't ask for advice, right? If you just want reassurance that what you're doing is the way that it should be done, or you think you already know and you're just confirming it, be prepared that somebody might not necessarily agree with you, okay? So if you don't really want advice and you just wanna tell somebody what you're doing, then just tell them what you're doing, okay? But if you want advice from someone and their perspective, especially from someone that's in the business or in the industry and has made it to a higher level, then be prepared to listen because I guarantee they've already made all of the mistakes that you're about to make if you don't listen, right? I am guilty, okay? Multiple times because I'm like, well, but they just don't know me. They don't know like where I'm coming from. They don't, they don't, you know, they're, this is, I'm I'm passionate about that. Like, this is what, and if they just knew the whole story, uh, uh-uh. uh. Like they don't want to know, like they want, you know, they're taking it from a business perspective. Sometimes you're taking it from a heart and an emotional perspective and you need to be taking it from the business perspective too. So I will give you guys that little tidbit of wisdom that I had to so not, not wonderfully learn and embarrass myself. So it's a little word to the the wise. Noor, go ahead. You were going to say something.
1: I've gotten to this this thing a lot of times, like not even once.
0: Yes, because I even remember, I think it was on that day that I was listening to you. I don't know if it was a question or you didn't really argue that, but I think someone advised you of something and then you kind of, I think whatever it was it was very something very
1: small i just yeah and i just added something and i wasn't supposed to add i was just supposed to just listen but mm. i just kept adding adding. can i say something can i say can i add something about my project can i can i and so, i guess i wasn't supposed to say those can i's
0: right and so it's it's the listening factor you know we're all really good sometimes it's speaking but even when someone else is speaking We're not always the best at listening or we're listening, but we're not hearing what they're saying, right? We're not actually hearing what they're saying to us.